right, hello everybody. We are back again. You know, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a podcast, so I'm not going to waste any time. Let's pray, and we're going to get right into it. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, I need you. I desire you, God. I want you. Come and speak to us all right now. Draw us near to you and change our hearts, God. Change our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So, as I was praying this week on what to talk about, because that's what I do when I'm prepping for this podcast, to pray and ask God to kind of lead me into what he wants to to share through me. Um, as I was praying on what to talk about, I was having a rough time hearing what God was saying. And I want to kind of preface this, we'll call it a little side topic. I want to preface this topic, uh, today's topic, with this. Um, sometimes if you can't hear God, uh, you just need to keep patiently waiting and listening. Um, if you really want to hear God, he will speak to you if you wait to actually hear his voice. Uh, don't try and rush him. I think we do that a lot. Uh, don't try and rush him or try and put him on your timeline, right? Um, if you want to hear from the Lord, let him speak regardless of what quote unquote deadline you have for him. Okay. Just patiently wait patiently listen, and he will speak to you. I promise. So I was praying on what to talk about today. Took me uh, a while to hear what God was saying, but when I finally heard him, it came just like pouring in. Um, So he brought my attention to uh, the book of Mark chapter 12, verse 28 through 21. And this is probably not an unfamiliar passage, but I'm going to take you through it, how he took me through it. Uh, so let's, let's just go ahead and read first, and then we'll, we'll get into the details of the, the content. So Mark 12, verse 28 through 31 says, uh, One of the scribes came up and asked him, Jesus, which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Now I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, have read and or heard this scripture before. And if you're like me, you've probably let, uh, read it more along uh, along these lines. Yeah, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Second, says, you should love your neighbor as yourself. Yep, got it. Okay, heard it a thousand times. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, heart soul, mind, strength. Um, but is the 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 Lord brought this to my attention? Um, he also gave me this question. He said, "Like Matt, what does that mean? Like break it down." Break it down. So that's what I did. Instead of rushing through it like I normally did, I prayed through it. I broke down each part of that verse, and that's what I'm going to share with you guys today. So here are the questions that I that I prayed through and kind of um, asked the Lord as I was going through this. Just how do I, how do we love the Lord with all my heart? Just, Lord, how do I do this? How do I love you with all my heart? How do I love you with all my soul? How do I love you with all my mind? How do I love you with all my strength? How do I love my neighbor as myself? What do these things look like practically, God? What do these things look like practically? You know, I think we we 
we read this and we get it immediately or we think we do. Um, but have you ever really thought about it or even written it down? Um, you know, what these things practically look like. So I wrote them down as I prayed through each of these questions. Um, and, uh, and I also kind of prefaced each thing by praying just, Lord, how do I do this? How do I love you with my heart? How do I love you with my soul? What does that even mean to love you with my soul? Um, how do I love you with my mind or my strength? How do I love my neighbor? Who is my neighbor, right? Um, and here's the answers I wrote down. There's, they're, they're kind of like little declarations that I prayed through. Um, and I, I did. I actually literally wrote them down on paper, which is not not like me at all. Um, not a, not a thing that I typically do, but I think it helped me process through each question better. Um, so let's go through each one. God, how do I love you with my heart, with my heart? And these are the things I wrote down. It says, I will hide your word in my heart. So Psalm 119.11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So Lord, how do I love you with my heart? I'm going to hide your word in it. I'm going to hide your word in my heart. I will treasure nothing more than you. I will love you with my heart by treasuring nothing more than you. Matthew 6.21 says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And these are all statements that I just wrote down. Like, I will, I will, I will. I will serve and worship only you. I will serve and worship only you. Jesus tells Satan in Matthew 4.10, um, at the end of his temptation uh, in the desert, says, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. I will serve and worship only you, Lord. Only you have my heart. Only you have my adoration. I will not hold back my heart. I won't hold back my heart. Matthew 10, 39 says, whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. I'm not going to hold back my heart, God. You have my heart. You have all of it. I will lose my heart for you. You have it, God. You have it, God. I will live in and love obedience to you. God, I'm going to love you with my heart by living and loving obedience to you. And John 14, 15 says, if you love me, if you love me, if, if, if I have your heart, you will obey my commands. If you love me, you will obey my commands. Love the Lord with all my heart. God, I will trust you despite my feelings. I will trust you despite my feelings. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. God, I will trust you despite my feelings. These are the ways, and I'm sure I will add to them, that I will love the Lord with all my heart. Again, these are all just declarations that I wrote down and prayed through. Um, and I did this with each, each part. So the next part is with all my soul. This was difficult because I really didn't know what it meant, right? How, how do I love you with my soul? So I did some research and came to this understanding. Our soul is what makes us who we are. Okay. It's, uh, just our, our personality, our character and, and those things. It's our, it's our life. Um, and the word soul is actually translated best as breath, which is what we see in Genesis when God breathes into Adam, the breath of life. It makes up our personality, our giftings, our talents, etc. It's our life. So here's what I, what I wrote down uh, after researching that. Like, okay. God, I want to love you with all my soul, so I will embrace the way you made me. 
I will embrace the way you made me. Psalm 139, 13 and 14 says, For you've, you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, this is not an excuse to sin and claim, you know, like, well, this is the way you made me. Um, but this is more so accepting the purpose he made me for. God made me a specific way for a specific purpose. So I'm going to embrace the way he made me and the purpose he made me for. I will dedicate my talents to honoring you and serving you and others. I will dedicate my talents to honoring you and serving you and others. 1 Peter 4, 10-11 says, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Christ Jesus. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Again, I will dedicate my talents to honoring you and serving you and others. Um, I will devote every part of me to you. Romans 12, 1 says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Every part of me, my life, my body, a living sacrifice to you, God. I will love you with my soul by devoting every part of me to you because you have made me for a purpose and I will devote every part of me to you for that purpose. Um, and lastly for this one, I will live eagerly for eternity with you. And I will live eagerly for eternity with you. Philippians 3.20 says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I will live eagerly for eternity with you. Not for this world, but for eternity with you. Next, I will love you with all my mind. Um, I would dedicate my life to educating myself with your word. Again, just a reminder, these are like declarative statements that I wrote down on how I will love God with all my mind or all my heart, all my soul, my strength. I would dedicate my life to educating myself with your word. Second Timothy three sixteen through 7 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. James 122 says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. So how am I going to love God with all my mind? I'm going to dedicate my life to educating myself, to being taught with God's word, with your word, Lord. Next, I will discipline myself to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says exactly that. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. I'm going to discipline myself to take every thought that comes to my mind and make it obedient to Christ. I will protect my mind with the helmet of salvation. Just read through the, the armor of God. That's in Ephesians 6, 14 through 18. Um, I'm going to protect my mind with the helmet of salvation. Um, I will memorize your word and allow it to renew my mind, the way I see, the way I think, and the way I understand everything. 
Romans 12, 2, right? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. God, I'm going to memorize your word and allow it to renew my mind, to renew the way I see, the way I think, and understand everything. And then last for this one, I will trust you despite my own understanding. And this goes back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 again. Um, So I will trust you despite my own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make make straight your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. God, I will love you with all my mind by trusting you despite my own understanding. With all my strength is the next one. This is another one I really had to to pray through because, like, what does it mean to love God with all my strength? You know, uh, I think strength helps or kind of communicates effort and everything. So just pray through it, and here's kind of what I what I came up with. God, I will become stronger physically so my body doesn't hinder me spiritually. I will become stronger physically so my body doesn't hinder me spiritually. First uh, Corinthians six nineteen through 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Uh, got a couple points of clarity on this one. Number one, the scripture is really referencing sexual morality, but it still elevates the importance of how we care for our body and how we use our body to serve God. So that's number one. Number two, I put this in here because the health of our body really does impact us spiritually. Like when we are unhealthy, we uh, are tired and unmotivated. When we are weak, um, we tend to pick the easy things that feed the desires of our flesh instead of the things that feed the desires of the spirit. So physical strength in my mind is important. So I made a declaration, God, I will love you with all my strength by becoming stronger physically so that my body doesn't hinder me spiritually. I will practice and grow in self-control so that my flesh does not influence me. Galatians 5, verse 16, and then 22 and 23 says, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. So I would practice and grow in self-control because I do not want my flesh to influence me, especially more than the spirit. I will also practice and grow in self-denial so that you may increase in my life. I practice and grow in self-denial so that you may increase in my life. John 3.30 says he simply just, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase, I must decrease. So self-denial and obviously Jesus talked about this, you know, taking up our cross, denying ourself is a big, big deal. Um, but it's not just self-denial that is important. It's the increasing of Jesus in our life. It's the increasing of the influence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So I will practice and grow in self-denial so that you may increase in my life, Lord. I will honor you with what I put in my body. I will honor you with what I put in my body. Again, this comes back to our bodies being the temple of the Holy Spirit and another point of clarity. Um, When I eat terrible things, I feel like trash, (laughs) right? When I'm eating super 
processed foods and um, just indulging in a bunch of stuff that's not good for me. I, I don't feel good. And when I feel like trash, I tend to cater to my flesh instead of pursuing the spirit. Um, so I will honor you with what I put in my body. Um, and that's the way I will love you. That is a way I will love you with all my strength. Last one in this one. Um, I will honor you with the routines of my life, with the routines of my life. Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Um, how we spend our days is important. So when I'm thinking about how to love God with all my strength, I will honor you, God, with the routines of my life, with the routines of my life. And then this is the the last part of that. So we have, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second part, love your neighbor as yourself. So how do I love my neighbor as myself? Here's the declarations I made. So um, I will love others the way you have loved me, God. Romans 5, 8, I think is a amazing depiction of God's grace and mercy for us. It says, but God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, I think we, we tend to love people who are good to us and nice to us and everything, but Jesus died for us when we were in the throes of our sin, when we were steeped in it. Um, God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, God, I will love others the way you have loved me. And that list could go on forever. But that is my declaration for loving my, loving my neighbors myself. I will love others the way you have loved me. I will have abundant grace and patience. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises. Some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So if that's the way you've loved me, God, that's the way I will love other people. I will have abundant grace and abundant patience. And the last one on this, I will prioritize others over myself. Philippians 2, 3, and 4 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So, I will prioritize others over myself because that's the way you did it. You died instead of me. You took the cross instead of me. You took the punishment that I deserve. Um, so I will prioritize others over myself because you chose us over you, Lord. So that's all the things that I've written down uh, when it comes to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, that's what I wrote down prayerfully. But I could, and I probably will, add to all this um, as I try and live these things out. Um, but I really want to encourage you guys to go through the same scripture. It's Mark 12, 28 through 31, and maybe make your own list. You know, write your own things down prayerfully. Prayerfully write them out. Um, I think it's just, I think it's too easy just to memorize scripture without putting it into practice. And sometimes we can't really put it into practice until we've prayerfully thought through it, what it actually means, and allow God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus to to show us and to lead us in, in those things and how to put them into practice. So read it, um, prayerfully read it, write those things down, and then do it. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, 
Give me all I need to understand your word and to put it into practice. I pray that I never read your word without letting it change me and change me in profound ways, God. Do that now. Do it now through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. I'm going to play some music, take some time to pray, listen to the Holy Spirit, and let him change your heart.
close in prayer, but if you need more time, just rewind this or you know, sit in silence. Um, but continue to focus your attention on the Lord, on what the Holy Spirit is saying. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for your word. Thank you that it's living and it's revealing and it's challenging. I pray that, again, you would just use it to change me in all the ways that you desire. Change me in all the ways you desire. In Jesus' name. Amen.